These are crazy times. Everybody's apart and personally I miss squeezing people and physically seeing people. But our sponsors on Post still give you loads of ways to stay connected. So for that, I am very thankful. Nachos with cheese. The sun coming in through the window, obviously not anywhere near my actual skin, and a cold shower. There are a million things that I'm grateful for today, but what is my guest thankful for? What is happening here? Because all I'm doing is singing songs and just standing here singing, what is happening? Mm. So then I realised one day in a sound check that it was just the camera, just that piece of glass and plastic that was the difference between me, the one on stage, and the people at the outside the studios waiting. Welcome to Thanks A Million. I am Angela Scanlon, and this is the show that takes a sneaky look at my guests' gratitude list to find out the things that have shaped their lives. Today, I am off to meet Nadine Coyle. Back when people, you know, used to meet in real life. That was a thing, remember? Anywho, Nadine is a gorgeous human being. She's also very funny. She rose to fame in the pop group Girls Aloud. Before that, almost, almost made it into six. That's a little Irish reference there. And then embarked, of course, on a solo career. She's also spent a little bit of time in the celebrity jungle. She is the original Derry Girl. It's a great chat and you're going to love it, I promise. Anyway, before that, a huge thank you to you for all of your kind words about the series so far and for sharing your own thanks. Honestly, we've been flying in the old charts and it's been really lovely. I love making this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you for for helping me do it and for listening to it and for sharing it and all that malarkey. So... Here are some of your Thanks A Million trios. This is a thing you'll know if you've listened before that we, I, share on Instagram the three things that I'm thankful for on any given day and then you get involved. The hashtag Thanks A Million Trio. Grateful for an abundance. This one is from Courtney Smith. Grateful for an abundance of homemade iced coffees. Just had one this morning after reading this. The banana bread Darren is currently making and the Florence Bridge face mask that just arrived. Feeling safe and well fed. Isn't that the main thing? From Marion, getting breakfast in bed. Oh, what a luxury. Sorting through old photos. I actually have been meaning to do this. And enjoying quiet times and phone calls without someone always being in a hurry. That is so true. We're able to linger, aren't we, on phone calls that we maybe previously didn't do. Marguerite. Coffee, sunshine and the internet. The connection is mighty in so many ways. True, true. Jane Grehan, one, podcast for sure, keeping me sane since 2016. Don't ask. Two, the sunshine just stood in the queue at the supermarket taking in the rays and it was serene. And three, a flower delivery from a friend. So I continue my newfound love of baking. Who knew? This is from Jen, running, mumming. One, good literature currently, Ben Elton. Nice. My first latte in three weeks. Oh, you're going to be buzzing. And three, catching up on sleep after seven years tiredness. I'm guessing she's a mother. Watermelon fitness. I'm so grateful to be able to exercise live with the little community who I feel so close to. Cute. Grateful for lovely, carefully designed meals because now we have more time to think about what goes into our body too. True, too, true. And my family who I'm in lockdown with without them. I'd be so, so lonely. 
Karen Smith, my granddaughter FaceTimed me without her mum knowing. Result. Homemade cake straight out of the oven for breakfast. I had a burrito for breakfast and I'm not ashamed to say that. And your podcast, thank you. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So anyway, get involved. I love them. That's enough from me. Shall we have a listen to Nadine? Nadine, Nadine, Nadine. So, Nadine, where have you come from today, Nadine? And what is the thing that you're thankful for today? Well, today I have come from home Mm -hmm. and I spent a lot of time in bed all day day I really did because I done a job the other day and got completely drenched soaked but you know what that is it's such a luxury that isn't it it really is especially when you've got a kid that kind of it feels like the most decadent thing sometimes I steal a half an hour to do a daytime bath which in my mind is the most luxurious thing that you can do in life but then the guilt can get you too you're trying to make everything practical, aren't you? You're like, yeah. this is, I said I needed to do this, so I need to do everything right now. Yeah. Face mask needs to go on, or so I'm just cramming everything under this half Make hour. it work. Yeah. Make it work. Are you a big sleeper, generally? I do love to sleep. Yeah. I really, really do. It's one of the, it's one of my skills, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's a real skill. I that can must, sleep anywhere. That must have come in handy in the jungle. It did. Yeah. came really handy. And I think people thought it was going to be the other way around. I did too. You don't know if your super skills are just going to stay with you when yeah. you get to somewhere like the jungle. I slept the whole way through. My wake-up call was out on deck in the morning going, get me out of here! Really? Like, oh, they're coming in, son, quick! Quick, I have to get up! <laughs> so what, we do like an eight hours a night in that bunk? Oh, at least. No At least, way. yeah. At least eight hours. Because you go to bed early. Yeah. You have no concept of time. There's okay. no watches, no concept of time. And it gets dark early in Australia. Yeah. You would sit and, you know, your cup of hot water and chat for a while. And you're like, yeah, that's it. That's luxury. That's, yeah. I just lie down <laughs> or sit still for long enough. And obviously, it really doesn't matter. Anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, I'm so jealous. There's a military Anywhere. It doesn't system. matter who's around. Yeah. And that train with that job the other day where we got wet. So coming back on the train, wet, oh. rush hour. I was Jesus. asleep on the train. Poor. People were like, oh, there's your woman. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just going to just lie down and take a nap here. Just sees later. Out cold. <laughs> there's pictures of you <laughs> drooling. I know. Well, I did around. have my duvet coat on, which is basically oh, like a nice. sleeping bag. Yeah. With a hood, so yeah. You need one of those. It's great. And so do you get much of, oh, there's your one, when you're people out on the train? People are so nice. Are they? Yeah, people are so, so nice. I've been saying that for years, mm. people. So there is that you do get, you know, people that'll come up or there's, and definitely at different times, if you're out promoting something, if you're doing something, there's more than if you've been not doing anything for a while. Yeah. So it's like there is, but there's a consistency to, mm. to people being there. Um but it, people are always lovely. Like, I do think, even from traveling, probably a good 96% of the people in the world are really good people. Yeah. Trying to work hard, do their best, go to their work, mind their own business. Mm-hmm. And then there's a small portion that are just annoying and arseholes. That's always going to be the way. Yeah. But a very small portion compared to the majority. Mm-hmm. And so, do you find the same on social media? You have a pretty happy time on there? I do. Yeah. I have a really happy time in social media. And when it first began, the first Twitters, Instagram, stuff like that, 
and people were taken. It was the first chance when people had a direct route. Yeah. Do you speak to you? So people would chance their arm and why did you do this and why did you do that and why? And my thoughts was to just immediately block and delete the person. Yeah, okay. Immediately. So then they can't say your name, whatever they want to say, won't reach you. Yeah. Because I'm not looking for, you know, glory hunting all the time. It doesn't have to be a glowing review of everything I've done, but I don't want anything negative. Yeah. No. I blocked. I would go and just block people that I don't like what it is, and then I would do shows and concerts, and then you have people with posters. Please unblock me. I'm so sorry. It was an accident. I didn't mean it. Stop. Loads and loads of people, <laughs> and then I would decide then. So maybe they'd be outside a venue, and then I'm like, okay, what 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 was it you said? Oh, I only said this because of. And I'm like, let me think about this. There are consequences to your actions. If you've said that, I have the right now to block. So you should think about this. How oh, you use the internet. You. So some people have been unblocked. Wow. And people have remained blocked. So like Mammy Nadine. Yeah, I'm like, you've got to just be aware of what you're saying. You can't just go around recklessly saying bad things yeah, or there will yeah. be consequences. And that, in my case, is just block them. I like that. What is your thank fuck for this? Um, thank fuck for this. Do you know what I did realise? That whenever I was on the jungle, you're stripped of everything. Yeah. You have no... Family with you, obviously. No phones, no TVs, no like your moisturizers, your clothes. You've yeah. got nothing. And I didn't think that I was big into material things, or I didn't think so anyway. And then I was on there. I was like, I am absolutely fine. I really don't need anything at all. Really, really don't. What I do like to do is like cooking, chopping, you know, contributing in some way to yeah, whatever's yeah. going on in the moment. So just having stuff to do, stuff to contribute, I'm glad I can do that. I mean, that is quite a place to arrive in. Yeah, and I was always there. I just didn't know it. I hadn't forced myself, which is why a lot of this was so important to do that for me. Just to say, what are you really all about? Like, what are you really about? Do you think that you'd be all right? Or are you just going to totally freak out and run out crying on the first day? But also, I think, you know, you're on stage since you were 16. A lot of the time, that kind of identity is foisted upon you, especially in the world that you operate in, in the music industry. As a young woman, people have an idea about what you should wear, what you should look like, how you should appear, um, how you should behave, probably. And then suddenly that identity that sometimes is not even, might not even feel like yours. But when that's gone, that's, I would imagine, quite scary. But I was very lucky that I had seen it very clearly when it first started. So yeah. it was the the um, audition process for Girls Aloud. Yeah. And it was on every week. And the crowds of people outside the TV studio would get bigger and bigger each mm. week and more and more people. I was thinking, and I'd had the experience in Ireland as well, where I had the Irish pop stars thing. So I knew the the thing of fame and, you know, I was just thrown under this crazy world of being massively famous for, you know, at a really young age. Yeah, overnight, really. Overnight. So then when I was doing the one for Girls Aloud and the crowds were getting bigger and people were there, and I thought, what is the difference? What is happening here? Because all I'm doing is singing songs and just standing here singing. What is happening? So then I realized one day in a sound check that it was just the camera, just that piece of glass and plastic 
that was the difference between me, the one on stage, and the people at the outside the studios waiting for the people that had been on stage. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that we're here and this is being broadcast and in people's living rooms. Yeah. That's the only difference. It's it's plastic. Glass and plastic is the is the difference. So do you kind of think that you you either choose to, I guess, believe in your own hype or you choose to remain grounded, that it's a choice? It's rather than you being like thrust into it yeah. and at the mercy of it, you kind of had that moment of clarity where you're like, it's a bit of glass. I'm still singing. I've been singing since how old? Since I was no age. Yeah. Okay. No age. Daddy always done shows, so I started singing in shows when I was probably four or five. Okay, so nothing changed. Nothing you changed. Were st- you were on stage, you had always been on stage. Yeah. Then you okay. go to school, you do that. You go home and you do that. You're with your friends and you do that. Mm. There's all different sides to your personality, and that is just one of them. That just then became okay. what you do for your job. Right, so it was always a job rather always than a your job. whole identity. <clears throat> yeah. Always okay. a job. And I know we've spoken about this before, but even, you know, the the relationship, which has caused, like, there's been so many questions around the relationship with you and the girls in the band and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, I feel like that approach has stood you in good stead to, like, not, not think too deeply. Yeah, you can't because you don't know. I mean, it's difficult enough to know how you feel about stuff at times mm-hmm. without then trying to think how other people might think yeah. about stuff or then some people after that and then other people and they just when would you ever get time to sleep and rest yourself and do the important stuff and you certainly wouldn't be getting 13 hours exactly <laughs> and I like to get the, the good solid 13 hours of an evening and I like to do things that promote that and there's chat now about reunion because it's like coming up to what year would it be about 20 years in two God. years' time. Okay. Yeah, and I'm 34 wow. as we speak. I am 34 years old. So to think years. that I have been doing anything for 20 years. That's mental. Is shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that mental? Yeah, and it is yeah. 20 years. Like I, I, you know, you think, surely it's not. Somebody's miscounted somewhere. That sounds wrong. That sounds wrong. It can't yeah. be 20 years. Actually. So what do you reckon? I mean, it's the question, isn't it? It's the question. It's definitely, there's been loads of like conversations and loads of stuff and people now are getting in contact and it's like, what do you do? Is it, it takes time, doesn't it? Oh, it takes that? so mm-hmm. much time. It's still early and I do love it, but I will definitely let you know. Yeah, okay, great. Gosh, what's happening? <laughs> doing it. Well, you're doing all right. Doing all right now, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's you your see. bed for a maximum of 13 hours a day. <laughs> I mean, that is... Go to the jungle, drop everything outside. It's be grandly. <laughs> but, like, I do think that would have the averse effect on many people. Being landed into the jungle without, you know, your fabulous coat that you walked in, and without your persona, without your, like, stage face on, and suddenly being, like, stripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good way to test yourself on that. Mm. Was that really. why you went in? It was, yeah. I always thought at some point I'm going to do something mad like mm. that. You know, to go to 
the jungle in Australia, me growing up and, you know, with your central heating and your yeah. comforts and your, you know, your pajamas and just normal stuff. You don't mm. have pajamas there. Yeah. It's kind of like an yeah, old do you, day. So do you sleep in the same gear day well, in day you change. Day okay. I would change. Right. And you wash your own clothes. Okay. So, you, so like, do you have one pair of knickers, for example? No, you don't. Okay. You have, but you don't. The suggestion was, was to bring more swimwear. Okay. So you basically sleep with the sleeping. In your in your swimwear okay and so why do they say that so that they'll get more of you in your swim tugs well that's a possibility but also because they want you to have basically nothing okay they have your entire everything in, in a, a little tiny wee small bag okay and then you start thinking about all the times you traveled and you've got loads of suitcases and you're <laughs> pushing of trolleys. I have suitcases through the airport. You're like, why did I do that? I've been here for three weeks. One pair of shorts, one pair of trousers. Um, what is your thank you next? I am really glad that the Irish pop star thing didn't work out. Are you? Yeah. Okay, so for, I think, Irish listeners, 100%, they've got it. You did pop stars. In a nutshell, explain. Um, in a nutshell, I done a, an audition mm-hmm. in Ireland for a band. Went to the first audition, went, sang, um, got through to the next round, got through to the next round, got through to the next round. So nothing really came up about age or how old you are. As the audition was going down, we were down under maybe the final, like, say, 12 or something. Like, it was serious now. Then it was serious. But then we were away for a week. Then everybody Like a was boot able... camp kind of situation. Yes, that yeah. kind of situation. And we were away and everybody was drinking. And I was like, oh, damn it. That's right. You're supposed to be 18. Only then did it cross my mind. But that was it. Then we moved on. And then I get under the band. And then that was all great. So you get the gig. So you get under the band. There was however many of us there. Um, So then they had asked in an interview, what's your date of birth? And because it wasn't the main focus, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, damn it. So you're like, I'm a classic Gemini. To be 18, what year would that make me born? I need to go backwards. Not not 87, was it? And then you start then. You You can't think. You're on the spot. Panic. You're on the spot. And yes, so then the band then went on to do whatever the band yeah. went on to do. So so the um, date of birth thing came out. So and yes, it I was like age. national kind of news. Oh, wasn't they went it? crazy. There they were rented. Memes. There was like you ringing to see if your passport. What is my date of birth? Because it was like obviously quite a funny thing. What's yeah. my date of birth? And you seemingly God, on camera going, oh, date of I birth. Don't know, actually. Yeah. And I, I thought that everybody was just too old. It was really very much well, a, a child. There's a massive difference really at that age, isn't there? Yeah, or between years. 16 and 22. 19, 20, 22, yeah. You know, it is. It's like yeah. you almost feel like a 22. It could be your mother at that point. Yeah. They couldn't, but you feel it's like an adult and kid kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different era. Yeah. And as time wore on, it was just. They've arrived at home. <laughs> they totally understand what a podcast recording needs. Yeah. <laughs> it's real life. Place. <laughs> it's real life. If you can hear that, there's absolute <laughs> mayhem in the kitchen next door with pots and pans. It sounds like <laughs> professional kitchen. <laughs> Great. Buzzy am there. <laughs> Funny. Um, okay, so um, so then Louis Walsh had been part of that, right? Yes, he 
he was a judge on that show. Mm, yeah. Okay. And then he obviously had earmarked you. And when he came across the sea, he was like, she needs to be part of this. Lee then kept in, in contact mm-hmm. and had sent me for a couple of showcases with labels. Yeah. And I had done one one day. And there was um, me and then there was an, an Irish girl group. Okay. Um, Bellfire. Oh, yeah. You remember them? Yep. So they were doing to try to get a, a deal. And then I was doing and meeting Wands and meeting all these people. And I was like, Do you know, I think I would much prefer to be in a band. Like, okay. I'm really not feeling this whole go stand there by yourself and do it. It's, you know, when they all have each other, they kind of be like, oh, my God, you know. and Enjoy and, the enjoy. and be there for each other. Yeah, the... be nervous together, yeah. kind of have the same pressures. There was none of my friends wanted to be in bands. My sisters didn't want to be in a band. Okay. Nobody that I knew, although so many musical people in Derry, I just happened to be not friends with any of them. Okay. They just thought I was mad and not Steve and considerate. They're like, you are mad. You're on your own, pal. You're on your own. <laughs> no, we'll watch you, but we're not going to try and get involved. Yeah. Since Louis called, there was another audition. Which happened to be the one for Gerald Lloyd. Mm. And he was like, You've got to come. If you don't come to this, I will never speak to you ever again. Okay. He was really serious about it. Yeah. And it was a girl band, mm. which is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. So that thing that at the time was like, well, I think maybe more, you talking about it now, it wasn't devastating to you, but I imagine many people would have experienced that as this is my one chance that's it if I do, if this doesn't work out I'm it's over but actually it was never that to you anyway no and I was yeah. so young it was yeah. like this went way further than we expected I had never really done auditions before mm. I didn't go to stage school or singing classes or do any of these things that I was kind of used to yeah that process that was that was kind of the, one of the first experiences. Okay. Of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that, like being judged. You would have been on stage, but not necessarily yeah. having people critique or exactly. decide whether you were good or not good. Yes, they can clap or not clap. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't. But yeah, you're that. getting paid anyway. Pretty <laughs> stuff. So for some of them, yeah. Some of them was for the experience. The, oh, you it know, those be great ones? for your profile. Great experience. <laughs> yeah. At, at what point do you start going, do you know what? You can shove your experience. <laughs> you know, I've nearly had 20 years of experience and I have to laugh at people when they're talking then they're like oh I've had 10 years experience in this and I'm like well I've had 16 yeah yes you might be like 30 years older than me but mm-hmm. the length of experience is that no matter what it yeah, is yeah. people try to throw their experience in your face mm-hmm. Okay, the gift that you're most grateful for. The gift. Um, so apart from my daughter, mm. which is a gift, which is the best gift She's ever. She's so sweet. I got given a car when I was, I didn't even have my license yet. I was 16 when I got given a car. And the guy was like, yeah, just, just pick a car. Who gave it to you? Uh, it was a guy called Bob Mullen. Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yeah. And he's got Bob Mullen Motors. He owns a dealership right. in Northern Ireland. He had like quite a big dealership. And he just Bob Mullen for the win. Motors, Bob Mullen, you can't beat him. Yeah. He was like, just pick what you want. And I was looking at all these cars. He just like basically just opened up the showroom and was like, just pick what you want. Oh my god. So was this after Pop Stars? Yes, this was um so I was 
17. I didn't have my license yet at this point, so I was just turned 17. So I was in the band a couple of months, maybe. Right. Yeah, very, very new to yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, he said, just take what you want. And I was kind of looking around, you know, and you're like... You sure? Mm, yeah, and you're looking at the car, and you're, you know, you're trying to like imagine yourself on it. I just couldn't see myself in any of these cars. And then he said, oh, you're not feeling any of these. He was like, oh, there's a new champagne-coloured Mercedes that just came on out the back. Me and my daddy were like, no. say Mercedes? And he's like, it's got six gears, a sports one, whatever. We were like, did he say six gears? Because I was obsessed with driving as a child. Obsessed. <laughs> well, I you loved it. you couldn't do it as an adult. <laughs> but I hadn't passed my test yet. <laughs> so I was too busy. So it was like my main priority. I was obs- I used to be allowed to drive in the summer. Oh, like no, around the off, fields. Around the fields yes. in Donegal. And then my daddy would say, you have to go cold turkey right. come September. God. No driving until, you know, the summer again. <laughs> Heavy breathing. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So I used to fly over in the morning from London to Derry, do my driving lessons. <laughs> yeah, intensive course. And then fly back in the evening again and Why go back to work. Why do you just do it over here? Just, I don't know. <laughs> because so the roads because are very busy compared to... They are. Yeah. And it really would make sense because it's like it, it's a totally different experience driving in Ireland to driving here. But actually, it's harder to drive over there, I find. Yeah. Roads are smaller. You, spatial awareness has to be a lot more <laughs> on it. Doesn't it? Yeah. You, know, you need a good safe car. You really need a good safe car. At any moment, you need to pull under a ditch. Yeah. And you need to know how to get yourself out of that because the <laughs> roads are made only be one car allowed to come down, yet there's two of these on it. I hear you. You know, it's treacherous. I once had a, a, a Fiat Punto back in the day and I um, I may have been a little giddy as a driver when I was a young <laughs> lady. And I was changing the channel on on the radio one day and I um I I went off the road into the ditch. But I remembered as a kid my mum pull, pulling into the ditch um to let a car by and us basically falling down the ditch. Like yeah. and it was quite deep, okay. So I thought thinking on my feet was like, okay, well if it happened to her, she'll believe that it might have happened to me. And I told her that I pulled in to let somebody by and I fell down the ditch and she was livid, livid at the ditches. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got her, they got you as well. <laughs> I've told the council about this. I was like, whoosh, oh. phew. And then the guilt then. Of the like, guilt of it is like, too just, much. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bob Mullins and his champagne Mercedes win. Yeah, I had wow. that. Wow. That's a serious gift, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, a very nice gift. Also... One of my friends got a picture, loads of pictures of us from we were first started going to discos, knowing you would put concealer in your lips, and oh, that yeah. was the that was the look. Mm. Um, and I would wear my nephew; he was two years old at the time. He had a like a bomber jacket <laughs> that I would wear as almost like you know one of those what do you call them like a fisherman's coat? I don't I, you know they've got no sleeves, <laughs> but you zip it up. No, yeah, one of those like kids wear them, and people that go fishing. Kind of like a bomber jacket with no sleeves. Wow. Like those oh, things. Oh, like a life jacket. That's basically it. But it can't save your life. It just looks like one. Okay. So I used to wear my nephew's orange one. It was kind of like a belly top, kind of like, and I thought I was so cool. Wow. Oh my God, this stood on me. It's like white lips looking like yeah. a corpse, like <laughs> heading day the disco, like feeling great. 
uh, one eyebrow. Um, <laughs> one eyebrow. The mono or bro. Or none. Just the full on. Um, little overplucked. Oh, you went for full mono. That's I, better than I have a mono. Yeah, if they weren't plucked, it just would be the mono. The dream. Then at this time, I just was didn't, it wasn't under the plucking yet. It was just too, too early. Invasive. And you know, and you go and you're like, I'm just feeling so great. Like, yeah, we yeah, look yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now this has, where did this come out of so is this another gift or is this this was a, a gift memory? oh yeah this is a gift oh yeah so she put together a photo album of okay. us like all of our years going out so from then monobrow life jacket luck right up until us going out in hollywood and la and going Aww. to these like lovely places like this album put together that was amazing. This is your lifestyle. This is your life. This is your going out life. Oh. In a photo album. What's which was name? amazing. Rashin. Rashin. <laughs> That's a great gift. Because actually the thing is, you've all these, fo- I have over 50,000 photos on my phone. But I don't print that many photos out. And you kind of think, oh God. God, those those moments like there's some seriously tragic <laughs> pictures that I feel sad I don't have in physical form. Yeah, I know. It is a discipline to kind of mm. get them printed out to keep them because it is great. There's nothing like flopping through a photo album and seeing them there right in front yeah. of you. Yeah, it is good. And it's funny when you look back. You know, when people always look back and they think, oh, you know, I wish I had have enjoyed. How great I looked then! Yeah. Or I wish I, I have the complete opposite. I'm like, I thought I looked great, and yet I looked horrendous. <laughs> the complete opposite thing on that. God, I remember that day feeling great. You're like, like, whoa! <laughs> Why did nobody tell me? No, everybody hated me. Clearly, mm. just I was just completely delusional. Mm. But like, I think that level of that's a gift to have that confidence. Like, especially as a teenager. Most people are so uncomfortable in their own skin. For you to be like, dudes, I've arrived. Yeah, just look at me in my nephew's <laughs> my life nephew's jacket. Bib. Bomber jacket. <laughs> bomber jacket. He's the disability tab. Here we go. It's lovely. With buck teeth and one eyebrow. It was, oh, it was great. Yeah. Probably a moustache still there too. Just like all, all real prize. <laughs> real prize. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the thank you that got away. I was thinking about this. I am a big sayer of thank you. I, I don't think you can oversay it, but I did say thank you for this. There was a guy that ended up saving me twice. Twice the same guy. I mean, saving you, it doesn't save my life. But uh, this guy, I had no business being in a, a club. I was way too young. Mm-hmm. Um, this is way before Girls Aloud or Irish things or anything. Right. So I was like dancing on this club and this guy was like, can I dance We, And I was like, mm, no, but okay. Right, okay, this much older guy. And then I was trying to get away and he wouldn't let me go. He was like holding on to me, like really, really, and wouldn't let me go. We're on the dance floor, so I was thinking, am I in danger? Or like, it's holding really tight and I can't this get away. Right. And This is not right. So then this guy swoops in and was like, uh, excuse me, man, can I cut in? And there was kind of like a threatening moment between the two of them. Right. And, you know, the staring of this, both of them were strangers, but the guy he wanted to cut on really was like just kind of moving the guy out of the way. And then he started to dance and he was like, are you okay? You know, I could see what was happening, you know, just, you know, make sure that this guy goes and make sure to get you home. And 
you know and I was like thank you so much for that I really mm-hmm. that is so nice that you sing that and so that was that gone never seen him again until I needed saved another time stop it where at a is party he now? with a friend and she runs off you know then some of these friends like meet a guy and then they run off yeah and then you're there at this place that you don't really know where you are you're there with this one friend so you don't know anybody else mm-hmm. and it was in the stages before you really had you know you had to top up your mobile phone you I don't think credit. I had credit at this point and it was in the stairs of this like bar and this guy the same guy are you okay let me get you home same deal Got me into a taxi. Got and me did started. he remember? He remembered you? me Stop from the time, and I remembered him. I was like, "You've done this before." It's like you're like my guardian angel. Turns out, then a couple of years later, I was in the band. My older sister started dating this guy, and she said, "Oh, his brother knows you." Told me the the brother's name, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know this person at all." So then we were all meeting at one point. Walked in. The brother is him. Stop the guy it. that saved me twice was then became my brother-in-law's brother. <gasps> Years later. No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. He then moved to LA when we bought the restaurant. Well, he came to help with, with the refurbishment yeah. of the bar. You mentioned him as a guardian angel. Do you believe in guardian angels? I do. Yeah, I believe I've been helped loads of times. Yeah. By guardian angels. Um, the big thank you. Yes. And you can do, like, I think you can, I, well, I know they say you can't do, like, friends and family. They. Who's they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they. Um, the like, they. I think you can do whoever you want. Oh, it's definitely. If yeah. I can, it's definitely. My mommy and my daddy and my sisters and cousins and my best friends <laughs> that Why I've grown I up with. You knew it was going to be that. There's just, like, just I just adore these people so, so much. Mm. We're so close. My mommy and daddy fought me just as I was outside here. Is that way. why you were late? That's why. <laughs> no. No. But I was like, mommy, I have to go, I have to go. I, I first of all, was like, would you mind being late? And then you're like, P.S., now I'm later. Yeah. So, Do you know what happened? Risky I, business. I started looking stuff up on Instagram. Do you ever get into oh. like a, a rabbit hole of... Indeed, I do. ...of Instagram where mm-hmm. there's this guy who cooks stuff but he stares right at the camera and he like chops the knife have you seen him that guy oh my god there's so many videos and he just smiles as he's chopping as he's while he's not looking at his he's not looking but crazy chopping like he's he's an extreme chopper chef (laughs) he's mixing something up and you think what is it but he's mixing cement and then he builds a um, he's a builder he builds like this kind of fire pit area and then puts this tin thing that he's made around. It's amazing. You see, now you're laughing. It's like, this is what happened. It was like, what? You're this like, guy's wild. <laughs> so I had to follow him and, and go back, you know, probably two or three years in his, his Australian videos. You can see in the beginning now he's got like a little soft light. Everything's lit. Oh, Shot from above. Yeah, he done one where he, he hangs down. He's put like a pole up. <laughs> and he'll hang his legs over the pole and hang, I swear while to God while he's chopping feckin while he's and spinning plates and making baklava and 
Like, it's really amazing. This is the best Instagram account I've ever heard. What's his you, name? I, I will show you. It begins with oh a my C. Oh, my God. It's, it's, um, I'll show you it when we leave. Oh, that's very funny. Okay. It, so, apart fantastic. from this chap, who yeah. is now your new favourite human. Completely obsessed. It's I your... can't wait. I mean, this is great, but I can't wait to, to go leave. back. <laughs> they look at more. I want to joke. I'm really close with my sisters mm-hmm. and I've two nieces and two nephews and we're all really close and are they based here they're based in ireland okay but they all loved and they went to school in america for a while when we were all out there doing the restaurant thing yeah yeah so they had that experience mm-hmm. uh, my youngest nephew was born in newport beach okay and how was it working with the family so nadine's irish miss yes was everybody involved Everybody was involved. Okay. Yeah, they were all involved. I personally was not involved in the name. Yeah, okay. In the name, you, yeah. you weren't? No, okay. or the decor. Oh. <laughs> I was really busy. Like, Disclaimer. Yeah, I was, but it was really nice. They wanted to do it. They wanted decor. to have it how, how an Irish bar was in Ireland, which yeah, has okay. an all, you know, Tweedledee, or what do you call it, diddle-dee-dee. Yeah, yeah. Fightedly fight. Uh, that, that stuff, whatever, whatever you... <laughs> Diddly eye. Diddly eye. Diddly eye. That stuff, yeah. Yeah. Which is, is more, and it was great. You know, yeah. they used to win awards for the food and yeah. it was right off the bat. And it was, it was great. It just became too much work after eight or nine years of having mm-hmm. it. People were like, we thought this was supposed to be relaxing. We've never worked as hard in yeah. our lives. Well, thank you for <gasps> thank coming out of your bed to have a chat. I know, I know. But this is, I mean, I'm not that far away from my bed I'm no. in a really comfortable sofa there's the fire on pots clattering in the background Tea. yeah it's fancy things that you made those mm-hmm. chocolate oh, things they were nice weren't they great anytime yeah. mm. next time see you later baby bye <laughs> Big, big, big thank you to Nadine Coyle. Go check out her latest single, All That I Know, on Spotify or wherever you get your tracks. We're on there too, by the way, so hit subscribe to get more eps every single week. And if this has sparked some ideas about what you're thankful for, drop them to me with the hashtag ThanksAMillionTrio or find me at Angela Scanlon on all the social media apps. And if you're loving the show, please do write us a review on Apple. I know it's a bit tricky and sticky sometimes, but do bear with. It's really, really important. Um, Hundreds of you have already done it. Oh yeah, okay. If this has sparked some ideas about what you're thankful for, drop them to me with the hashtag thanksamillion_trio or at Angela Scanlon and I will share them on here next week. And if you're loving the show, please do write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Hundreds of you have done so. Let's make it thousands. Honestly, I know it can be a bit sticky and some people message me and say, oh, it's a bit awkward. Bear with it. I love you deeply and forever because of your effort. Thanks again to Nadine to producer Sarah Miles at Rethink Audio and to all of you for listening. Mind yourselves and thanks a million. Our friends at OnPost sponsor this podcast and I am genuinely thankful that in loads of ways they are helping people stay connected at a time when we all have to be apart. 